Listener discretion is advised. Hey everyone, welcome back to the I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now podcast, where we tell true stories of survivors of true crime, natural disasters, and everything else in between. And guess what, guys? Michelle made it through her surgery. I'm not dead. I'm not dead. She's back. I didn't die while I was there. Yeah. And came back. Or I would anything. hope I made a post about it if you did. Yeah, that like... bitch died. <laughs> no, I'm here. Uh, we're a welcome back, Michelle. You were missed. I think it's been like three weeks or so since yeah. we've recorded. I think so. Because we kind of recorded the other one early, mm-hmm. and then we were going to record a second one. Yeah. And I was like, nah, I better not drink before surgery. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. Yeah. That's true. Well, I'm glad everything went well. It did. Much, it did. So. It ended up being actually quite a bit more invasive mm. than I think I originally gave it credit for. In your head? Yeah. Well, apparently I have this, you know, pocket of dead skin and stuff that... <laughs> Just Gross. was way bigger than they anticipated. And oh my god! Yeah, so it like drilled down into my skull. <gasps> and I there's two hearing bones. I forget the names uh-huh. of the actual bones, but one of the bones that I have yeah. is almost completely dissolved down. Oh my god! To like a little nub of a bone. You can't hear very well. <laughs> no, no. That's well, not good. <laughs> they think I'll get some of my hearing back. Okay. Um, but I won't be like. Oh my God, supersonic hearing or anything like that. That's a good excuse though. Be like, oh, sorry, I couldn't hear you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to be like, say again, say again. Can you repeat that? Can you repeat that? Let me turn to my good ear. (laughs) I totally have to. Like if I'm sleeping at night and I sleep, put the pillow against my good ear, I cannot hear anything. Wow. Like. I guess that's kind of good because you can fall asleep. It's irritating as Mm. hell. Let me tell you. It's. There's foam in there that will eventually dissolve, um, and it's not as packed. Like, when I first came out, it, uh-huh. there was, like, another wick in there, which is, like, another piece of foam, and then cotton, and then I had a whole nother cotton thing on the mm-hmm. outside, so I looked like a total train wreck. Oh. I mean, a head injury, obviously, coming out of here, and there oh was, like, goodness. blood coming down my <gasps> neck. Oh, it was totally gross. But, um, and then I couldn't hear anything. Really? Now I can hear a little bit more, but. Well, that's good. Yeah. I just got to do it again in six months. That's all. I know. Barf. That's the last one, huh? I think so. Okay. I think so. that's good. We'll be hopeful. Well, and now it just feels like my ear is actually not part of my head. I don't quite know how to describe it. Because, I mean, they cut my ear off practically. Ew. Yeah, they. It looks great. Like, you can't even tell that you had surgery. You can't tell. Can you see this? Like, look here oh. at this part, uh-huh. the little, like, button on your yeah, ear, yeah, yeah. and then over here. It's <gasps> oh, my God. Now. It's they, a little bit gone. Yeah, they took that out made and a- made a little patch for deeper in my ear and then put part of it back to try to make it. They did a really good job. Like, I wouldn't be able to tell at all. Just oh, well, at you. thanks, girl. You're welcome. My deformed ear is not as <laughs> deformed as I thought. Yay. <laughs> it's the small things. All right. Well... So, our drinks today, I made them this time. I know. Ah. So, I call it my chocolate hazelnut Irish cream coffee. Iced coffee. Well, they're fucking delicious. Yay. Thank you. So, what I did is I drizzled some chocolate sauce around the inside of the jar. And then I put a ounce or ounce and a half of Frangelico. Mm. And then I put ice. And then I put some 
of our five farms, Irish cream. <sighs> Fuck you, five farms. I love you so much. <laughs> it's oh, easy. It is five easy. Farms, we're waiting. Yeah. But, um, You're doing good things out there. But I mix that with a little bit of milk, and then I, like... Frothed it. Thank you. I can't say that word, but I frothed it. <laughs> and then put a little topper on top and just watch it, like, melt down. Ugh. Put a little straw in there, give it a little shake, 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 or... Swole, well, swole and we're recording and... in the morning yeah. on a Saturday morning. And so it's like kind of perfect because mm-hmm. now we're going to go into our days with a little bit of a buzz and a little bit of a buzz from alcohol and caffeine, exactly. which I'm always excited about. And I have to go to a baby shower, so this is perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. We're going to jump in the story. And this story that I have is about Kelly Huber. Kelly Huber. And so we are in Stockton, California. Okay, okay. And it's June 2014. All right, all right. Kelly is 46 years old and is a manager at the Bank of West. Bank of the West. I know Bank of the West. Do you? It's a California bank. I mean, maybe it's up in Oregon too, but I've never seen it. No, I don't know. Cool. But this one, so. (laughs) like, bitch, that was not a good fact. Thank you. (laughs) She has managed this branch for the past five years. So it is Wednesday around 2 p.m. And it was just two more days until the branch was closing. So this branch was done. Hmm. It was closing. So this day, the employees were helping customers, kind of like, you know, you can go to this bank or just last minute Oh, like help them move their accounts if they need to and that type of thing. Okay. Also, just like they're packing up. They're saying their goodbyes. Like It's probably a very bittersweet time. Exactly. Kelly was behind the teller line when she saw three men enter the bank. And she immediately knew they were going to get robbed. Mm. The reason she knew that is because they robbed them in January, just six months prior. Are you effing serious? (laughs) So these are repeat bank robbers. Robbers. Yeah, at least two of them. She recognized two of them. Oh my goodness. And so she just like, okay. Here we go. This was not her first robbery because there was the other one. Over her years of working in the bank, she has been through 13 robberies. I Well, I remember I had my friend's mom. She worked at a bank. And mm-hmm. I remember every now and again, she would like pick us up from school and stuff. And we she picked us up one day and she's like, yeah, our bank was robbed today. Oh and gosh. like she was totally chill about it. I mean, she was kind of a badass woman right. anyway. <laughs> and drove like this sporty Monte Carlo that yeah. I always thought was really cool. And, every, you know, like mm-hmm. she was just a cool mom anyway. But the way she just sort of took this bank robbery, it was like whatever right you know? <laughs> I was like just another day yeah I was like what you know anyway sorry <laughs> but so she stayed calm because the last time they just took the money and they left mm. so she's like it's just gonna happen again we're closing her branch so okay you know it, let's whatever. just get through this so what the men did is that they there was two people outside so they gathered them into the bank, and they gathered everyone into the lobby. So there was six employees, and then they brought in two customers, and there was one customer already in. Okay, so now we have a pile of hostages, essentially. Yeah. Okay. They made everyone go into the lobby, and they all had AK-47 rifles, and ordered everyone to lay on the floor and keep quiet. They told everyone if they did what they were told, nobody would get hurt. Mm. Kelly believed it because that's what happened last time before. I see. I suspect that is not going to be what happened this time. (laughs) So one of the men took Kelly and another employee to the vault to get the money. Okay. 
When they robbed the bank back in January, they took the cash and then took an employee's keys to steal their car as a getaway car. But once they took the keys, they couldn't find the car. So it took them a long time to find the car to get away. So Kelly thought this time they would have a getaway car. No. <laughs> I would be looking for the car with the like, deek, deek. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you could just go. Everyone lay out your keys so I can pick which one has the. <laughs> so they asked for an employee's keys and Kelly's just, here, take mine. But this time they said, show me where you're parked. So they. <laughs> <laughs> They're not fucking around this no. time. They're not making the same mistake. Exactly. So one man grabbed her by the jacket collar and held the gun to her right side oh. and made her walk outside. They only took a few steps out when a police officer with a shotgun was yelling at them to drop the gun and to get on the ground. Okay, so they're surrounded by police at this point, or yeah. is it just one officer? I think there's a few, and then more coming along the way. Okay. The man pulls Kelly back, but she falls, and then she's saying that she sprained her ankle, so that way she wouldn't be taken as a hostage. Like, I'm damaged. Yeah, don't take me. Mm -hmm. But they didn't buy it, pulled her back into the bank. You can walk on your sprained ankle, honey. Exactly. Mm. Now the men don't know what to do, so each man grabbed a hostage and used them as human shields to get to Kelly's Explorer. Oh, my God terrifying so they made it to kelly's explorer and they all entered through the passenger side doors do you know what movie i just watched like two nights ago what reservoir dogs no good one uh (laughs) bandits have you seen that uh -uh. it's got uh bruce willis and kate blanchett and billy bob thornton and they're about uh bank robbers in oregon oh really yeah it's kind of old i mean it's probably back from 2014 (laughs) <laughs> it's super good. I'll have it's to watch a, it. It is. It's just entertaining. Okay. So sorry, no, but okay. that's no, about like... bank robbers as well. I was like, God, this sounds familiar. Like a movie. Yeah. So Kelly tried to remain calm, but they told her to drive. So she is the driver now. Oh my God, I can't even imagine what my driving would be like mm-hmm. in that kind of situation. Right. So there's three bank robbers and three hostages. Oh my God! All, all in piled car. into this explorer. Uh-huh. So they're driving, and now they're on a police chase. They are driving. She states, and then I remember thinking, if they kill me and the police are behind me, they'll at least know where to find my body. That's heartbreaking. Isn't it? Terrible. So all of a sudden now, Kelly hears a pop and then felt a burn. And what What? happened is one of the men in the back, his gun went off and shot her And it went into her right thigh or like right hip area and then went out and then went into her left (gasps) ankle. So it went through her whole leg? Yep. So now her leg is shattered and her left ankle is shattered. So (gasps) now she can't drive because her legs are shattered so she can't hit the accelerator. Oh my God. So the dude in the back was like, sorry. but (laughs) Thanks. But since she can't drive, they pushed her out of the car, the moving car. They just... Pushed her out because she can't drive. What? Right? That is not what I expected you to say at all. (laughs) I don't know what, but not that she pushed her, you know, poor thing out of the car. I know. So now she's shot, pushed out of a high-speed moving vehicle, and now she's rolling on the pavement. Oh, my God. Isn't that Fucking Kelly. I'm sorry. So... Okay. This is a worst-case scenario. It really is. This is, like, the worst bank robbery ever. Police are 
going back and forth with gun exchange now. They're opening fire. And she's just rolling on the pavement. She's rolling on the pavement. And actually, one of the other hostages, she jumps out too. Because she's just like, Kelly, I'm coming with you. Yeah, it's just, I mean, like, what are you going to do? Because there's gunfire. I mean, you might as well. So police have opened fire on the car and fired 600 bullets into this vehicle. Oh, my goodness. So what they do is use the last hostage as a human shield. And she died with more about 10 gunshot wounds. Why couldn't they go through her and shatter them behind them? No, right? So my her- poor fat ass, like I don't think that bullet would make it through my leg. Just too thick. Yeah. <laughs> but girl, you're so thick. <laughs> I wish so- I had never said that. <laughs> No, same. I mean, these thighs. <laughs> um, but her name was Misty Holt Singh. Oh, Misty. And she was the one that was just was outside at the ATM. And actually, her 12-year-old daughter was just waiting in the car waiting for her. What? Yeah. So she doesn't know, like, did she see all the commotion and see your mom get, like, ushered into this Ford Explorer? Yeah. I mean, yeah. She, she was in the parking lot and saw oh, it all went God. down. Oh, my God. But oh. now she's dead. I mean, like, oh. I can't... I am very sorry to hear that. Isn't it? Mm. Kelly states, My thought was getting shot saved my life. It really did. Because I think I would have been driving that car right up to the end had I not been shot and pushed out in the middle of the road. I'm very lucky, lucky to be here. I'm amazed that she survived the push out of the car. Oh, I know, right? Like, oh, you hit your head a little bit wrong and you're done That's true. Yeah. So Kelly actually filed a complaint against the city and even a lawsuit. The oh, police, because they were just open firing. With yeah, with hostages. innocent people yeah. in the car. So Yikes. the police failed to follow the national police standard and its own department protocol of not challenging armed robbers when innocent bystanders are still in the harm's way. In mm. harm's way. So they definitely think they messed up. Yeah, they shouldn't have been just. Shooting and shooting and shooting. Exactly. So she wanted uh, compensation, general and punitive damages. But I tried to look up the case, and it looks like it was dismissed, but she made appeals. So this Mm. is 2019, and her second appeal, it looks like it may be dismissed again. Oh, no. So it looks like she may not get anything. But the other hostage and the The Misty's... No, the hostage that jumped out too... She made a complaint and was filing oh. something. And also the family of the woman who died, they were doing complaints and filing stuff as well. Oh, God. What a nightmare. Isn't it? Oh. So, of course, Kelly is still dealing kind of with this trauma. I mean, she says she it gets a little triggering when she sees, like, a blue Explorer. Because that's the car oh, that was God. hers. Well, unfortunately, that's the most common color of Explorers, I think. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Like, when I think of an Explorer, I always think of a blue Explorer. When I think of green. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But there's pictures of this car, and it's bullet holes Riddled everywhere. with bullets. Oh, everywhere. Oh, So... I'm amazed that the like the tires didn't get shot out or somehow I they think, would have disabled the vehicle. I just think a lot of things went wrong yeah. in this whole situation. That's I think it, it could have like. been dealt better and I it just uh, it's really I mean hard. and you know the police were probably trying to do the best they could Absolutely. by, you know, apprehending these guys and stopping them. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks that 
innocent people had to die and be gravely injured. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, so the three men were Gilbert, Renera, Rentera, sorry, I'm saying these wrong no, names. whatever. Uh, Alex Martinez and Jamie Ramos. So Gilbert and Alex actually died in the shootout with police. Oh, wow. Jamie was taken into custody and was charged with three counts of murder and 22 counts of attempted murder of police. What about the poor, like, ladies? Well, they didn't shoot them. The police Whatever. Them. Okay. Move along, Keelan. <laughs> Sorry. In 2016, he pled guilty to avoid the death penalty and was sentenced to life in prison. So he's currently still in prison. Okay. Kelly doesn't work at the bank anymore, but... Well, poor thing wasn't working at the bank anymore I anyway. Am. But she said that they treated her well and she still gets cards from them and Aww, such. That's I know. Sweet. But Kelly's Sorry, like, you got robbed and shot and thrown out of a car and had the worst day of your entire life. Yeah. Even though she's still fighting, she's still very happy to be here and continues to fight for better training of the police. Mm. So, I mean, her experience wasn't the best, um, you know, with law enforcement. So hopefully, I don't know. It's just so hard because I think they were doing the best that they could, but kind of fell through the holes and such. But still someone died. An innocent person did and... My prediction is this, yeah. is that we are going to have a really hard time going forward to fill the positions of police officers because it's like, it just seems like a no win situation at this point. I think there's just a bunch of tension right now. Oh, there's so much. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't want to get political or anything like that, but I know like if someone's breaking into my house or I need the police, like I, yeah, they need to be here. You know, no, police serves a vital function in yeah. society. Absolutely. And I don't think there should be no police or anything. Do I think they should be rolling out with like a tank? No, I don't <laughs> think they should be doing that. Don't We're pro police, but more training. Yeah. Like, come on guys. Yeah. Uh, oh, but, I apologize. So, so I'm glad Kelly is doing better. And she was super brave and badass. Like, she kept calm this whole time. I don't know how she did. And I, I just like the pop, and now she's shot twice. Yeah. Good just lord. Just shattered. But, so good job, Kelly, for keeping calm and being a badass. Yeah, a hardcore badass. And I'm sorry that all that happened. crap happened to you. That's terrible. I mean, really, I've never heard of bank robberies just in the movies. But I guess it happens more than you think. Yeah, no, I was shocked. I mean, like I said, back when I was in high school and this was like the third robbery that, you know, my friend's mom had yeah. been through and it like was no big deal to her. And I was like, what? I guess they have to normalize it because if they don't, then they'll be panicked and don't know what to do. Or... I just do bank robberies even work anymore. Like, I don't know. I feel like no. Because I know they have, they keep separate money to yeah. give the bank robbers oh, is my understanding um that has special serial numbers on it so they can track the money well so they have goes. like a panic button underneath their desk so they yeah. just push that like oh this push and a lot of the money i think it has like ink in it or something oh, so they open it yeah it's like destroyed and you know i think technology these days is like why try yeah but then you have like what's that called uh oceans 11 yeah <laughs> <laughs> elaborate I just of... watched Ocean's 8 is that the one with all the ladies I think so I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's pretty good I just okay. rewatched it in my meadow like my ear surgery stupor yeah. I slept for like a week straight I bet yeah I was thinking I would be backing at it by you know you this... said the next day yeah I was thinking it wouldn't be like that big of a deal yeah. but 
Joel keeps reminding me that my ear was essentially off my head and I need to give my body a little bit more time. Yeah. Just heal, bitch. (laughs) Just heal. (laughs) Quit trying to get up and do things. Yeah. So. Don't rob banks. Just don't. Well, speaking of my surgery. Yeah. And also don't rob banks. Oh, yeah. Good call. So, Caitlin was the effing sweetest. And the day, was it the day of my surgery? I think it was. Yeah. You brought over the nicest little care package, left it on the doorstep, and in that care package, along with a couple of white claws, which right. are now gone, <laughs> and some chocolate, which mm. is now gone, and some cheese and prosciutto, which I didn't see at first, and sat in the basket for about six days. Oh, so no. that had to go. <laughs> but That's everything so else is there and was enjoyed. Good. But in there, she brought me these books from, I think, like the History Channel yeah, or something yeah. about... Uh, one was like mysterious places, uh-huh. and then the other one was about like UFOs <laughs> and all kinds of like sort of you know things like that. Yeah. I was like, this is right up my fucking alley. <laughs> oh my god! So, but in one of them, they had a whole bunch of stories about Sasquatches. Oh, so that is the inspiration for our story today. Ooh, it is the Sasquatch? It. Okay. So. All right, I'm excited. Can go, go, go. All right, yes. Well, of course, this is in Oregon. (laughs) We are the home of the Sasquatch. Pretty much, but there's a lot of Bigfoot sightings here. Yeah, there's a ton. Actually, watching Ancient Aliens about it, and they think there's some sort of portal. Like, they think that Sasquatch is like another race of extraterrestrials that come and go. And should we Randonautica Bigfoot? Oh, snap. I just got goosebumps. Yes, because we need to go do that. We do. We should post that. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm going to take us back to 2013. Okay. So October of 2013, Jeff McDonald heads out to go hunting. Mm -hmm. So uh, he puts on his orange hunting hat and heads out for a few hours of looking for deer in some nearby woods. Okay. So, and about a half an hour in, he's sort of walking along the path that he sort of always walks along. He's about a mile away from home or so, and he spots something strange in the distance. And he's like, Mm. what the hell? It looked like a person that was dressed completely in tan clothing. Okay. And he was like, well, that's effing dumb. It's hunting season. You should be wearing an orange vest or something because you're going to get yourself shot. If you are wearing tan out in the forest area. He was like, the guy was basically wearing buckskin clothing. And he was just like, this is bizarre. Yeah. So he's kind of observing this fellow in his buckskin clothing. And the guy starts walking towards him. And he realizes that he is, in fact, not wearing buckskin clothing, but is, in fact, naked. And so, and in one hand, he was carrying a pruning saw. Oh, shit. Yeah, so a little bit of a weapon, Uh if you will. If you will. I need to quit saying that. No. Like, I think we could create a drinking game on how many times I say, if If you you will. will. And you will be drunk as shit by the end of any episode. We'll start that next time. Yeah. (laughs) We'll just be taking shot after shot after shot. Okay. Jeff was like, I've got my high-powered rifle, and he's not going to do anything. Uh-huh. Like, he's not going to come at me with this pruning saw. Yeah. What the hell is this? A naked dude with a A naked dude saw. with a pruning saw. Okay. I've got a rifle. He's going to leave me alone. But as soon as the other man spoke, he realized that 
you know what? I think I'm wrong. This guy oh. may, in fact, come at me. So he asked who he was, mm-hmm. and in a very calm voice, he said that his name was Linus Norgram. Hopefully I said that right. And in the same reasonable voice, he said he was a Sasquatch from a family of Sasquatches. Just, okay. I'm a Sasquatch. I'm... Just believe With me. With a pruning saw. With a pruning saw. Okay. So at that point, Jeff didn't want to upset Linus. Uh-huh. He's like, uh-oh, he thinks he's a Sasquatch. So he was careful to sort of turn his rifle away from him. And he didn't mention anything about the saw. Like, hey, I have see you have a pruning saw there. What's that about? He didn't say anything. Okay. And he tried to appear very calm. So okay. just to sort of relax the tension that obviously this Linus is feeling as a Sasquatch. He attempted to talk to him like it was someone with clothes on. Okay. And just someone totally normal who yeah. was not thinking he was a Sasquatch. So Jeff suggested that they, uh, like, why don't you come to my house and we'll get you all set up, maybe get you some clothes, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so he started sort of walking alongside Linus and guiding him towards the road. And though they had never met, they actually lived near each other, as okay. it turns out. So a few steps later, Jeff said the naked man whacked him on the head out <gasps> of nowhere. and Like with his fist? It actually doesn't say. Okay. Maybe with the pruning saw. Okay. I don't know. Like kind of a butt of a gun type uh-huh. situation. Who can say? So, but Jeff toppled on the ground and blacked out. <gasps> so he got hit what? pretty hard okay. in the head. So he remembers waking up and being on his back. And Linus was on top of him with both of his hands around his neck. Oh my gosh. And he was like grunting and growling and squeezing with all of his strength. And Jeff sort of fought back the best he could. But he found that his arms were actually like not moving very well. And he had to sort of tuck his elbows in and then he was able to kind of get some hand and wrist motion. Interesting. And, but he had like almost no mobility in his arms. And actually, as it turns out, which he found out at the hospital later, both of his shoulders had been dislocated (gasps) by Linus. So somehow while he was unconscious... Linus had done something to him that managed... Dislocated both his shoulders? Both his shoulders. Let... I don't know if he was, like, trying to drag him. And I don't know what, but... So, at this point, Jeff is very scared. Yeah. Like, he said he was as scared as scared gets. And they continued to struggle on the ground. And so, Jeff finally asked, he's like, why are you trying to kill me? Uh-huh. So, Linus replied, Sasquatch kills the hunter. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, Linus. So Linus actually tried to push his thumb into Jeff's right eye. Oh my like, god! Trying to pop his eyeball out, what? essentially. Oh my god! I know. Oh, oh. And he was trying to shove his other hand down his throat. So I'm not, yeah. So actually, Jeff was able to sort of catch one of his knuckles Uh as he's trying to like shove his fist down his throat Uh in between his teeth and just started biting as hard as he could. And so finally, Linus sort of pulled his hand away. Good, yeah. He's probably bleeding at this point. And using everything he could muster, he grabbed Linus's hands and tried to disable his thumbs. So he would stop trying to poke his eyeballs out. Right. And that's when Linus passed out on top of him 
Oh. Like. What? Yeah. Just completely like fell asleep on top of him. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? This is so, a turd. The naked man slept for about 30 seconds before waking up again. And he was apparently confused. So he oh. woke up and was like, what the fuck What's is happening? happening? And then they would sort of tussle again. And then he would fall asleep again. Like pass out on him. What? Yeah, it's just bizarre. Now, whenever Linus would sort of fall asleep on top of Jeff, Jeff would try to sort of maneuver around to try to get them down this hill and okay. get them, I think, closer to help oh, is what okay, he was trying okay. to do and try to get away. So Jeff was able to sort of snake his way down this slope with Linus still on top of him. And then finally, sort of at the bottom, he was able to flip Linus off of him. And once Jeff was on top of Linus, he, like, Linus woke up again, thrashed around for a little bit, but then was unable to stay awake. Like, this is so bizarre. It is so bizarre. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. This was in, like, Oregon Live or something. And I was okay. like, this is the strangest story ever. I thought it was going to be actually about a Sasquatch. That's what I was hoping <laughs> right. for. But so uh, Jeff spotted his hunting rifle a oh. little while, a little like a few paces away. Okay. And so as Linus drifted off again, Jeff jumped up, ran to it. He picked it up and pointed it at Linus, okay. our Sasquatch. So while he had the the rifle pointing at him, he was actually able to make calls to nine one one and good. to his wife explaining that this naked man attacked him who thinks he's a Sasquatch. And the uh, sheriffs came out and state troopers, but it ended up taking them 90 minutes to, oh. like, traverse the woods oh. in order to find them. I see. Like, they went in other directions. And yeah. So it took them 90 minutes. But once they got on the scene, relief flooded Jeff. He was like, oh, oh my goodness, thank God. No matter his injuries, in that moment, he said, all was well and good because I wasn't going to be killed and I wasn't going to have to kill this kid. Yeah. I mean, that's what he was, I think, really upset about is this guy attacked him out of nowhere and in self-defense might have to kill him. Right. Oh, that's that's crappy. It's hard to take a life for sure. Yeah. Oh, I hope I am never in that situation. Yeah, absolutely. Same. I like to think that I wouldn't kill somebody, but you know what? As I'm getting older, I think that I would. I think it's hard to think about, but if I was in a life or death situation, I would definitely would have to. I mean, back in my teenage years, like I would rather die than kill somebody else. Like that was sort of my. Oh no! I'm over that. Yeah. No, I grew up. My dad, you know, he's just like if someone, if your life is threatened, you should fuck them. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They deserve it. Oh my gosh. So nearly a year and a half later, during the trial, Linus's attorney said that the young man had been experiencing symptoms of untreated bipolar disorder. Oh, there had to have been something. Yeah, I mean, clearly there's some mental illness there. Linus told the jury that he was actually scared of the hunter and perceived a threat and acted in self-defense. That's interesting. I mean, it's hard to see from different perspectives. Yeah. Well, the jury wasn't having any part of his defense. I see. (laughs) And so they ended up finding him guilty of attempted murder, (gasps) three counts of second-degree assault, but they acquitted him of first-degree assault and unlawful use of a weapon, which I'm assuming is the pruning saw. I see, I see, (laughs) yeah. Hit him with. The defense lawyer told the court 
that he could not go with an insanity defense without the client's consent. So I guess Lyons was like, no, I'm not crazy. But he did say that mental illness was a factor, a factor. in this whole thing. Well, yeah, I mean, that there had to be something, yeah. So Linus ended up telling the judge that he never meant to hurt Jeff. Um, He had suffered the worst mental disturbance of his life that day. And it it had made him scared of the hunter. So I think he saw the hunter, got freaked out, and decided to act. I mean, so he probably fully felt like he was acting in self-defense. Right. You know, maybe he thought that Jeff was going to shoot him. Like he would shoot a deer or something along those lines. Okay. Ah, so bad. he said he did regret it happening and oh, has okay. regretted it ever since. Uh, but he did get sentenced to 10 years in prison. Wow. And now uh, yeah, hunting yeah. is just not the same for Jeff. I bet. <laughs> He's worried for his safety. He's worried for others' safety. He would never want to have something like this happen again. But now he feels like everyone's safer with Linus perhaps in jail. Yeah, I definitely, and I think he should get help. You know, hopefully they're treating him in prison. Uh, But yeah, definitely, he almost died. Like, this guy almost... It's so weird, and he kept passing out. Like, that's so bizarre. I know. Poor Jeff. Yeah. Uh, Just trying to hunt some deer, and... I do hope that Linus gets some help and is able to, you know, maybe be on some medication that balances him out a little bit more. Yeah. I think bipolar, like, is a whole range of different Yeah, because, I mean, I do know some bipolar people and and they've never reached, like, that extent, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I guess, I think mental illness is just all a spectrum. Yeah, I was actually just going to say the exact same thing. It's probably there's a spectrum where... You know, you can be bipolar and really not show any symptoms at all mm-hmm. and no one would ever know it. Yeah. And then you can be bipolar and everyone's like, holy shit, you should probably Get some be help. in a mental hospital right. right now. Yeah. You need some help, buddy. Ugh. That's crazy. <sighs> My word. I, I guess just going out naked in the forest during hunting season isn't a wise choice anyway. No. With a pruning <laughs> saw. Yeah. That's just, yeah, the whole thing is bizarre, but I mean, I couldn't imagine having that level of like mental. Well, and you know, he fully believed everything he was saying and doing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it was all right in his head, you know, from his perspective. It's so interesting. The mind, man. The mind is so crazy. Well, and part of me gets scared that I'm going to see something crazy and tell people about it. And they're no like, gonna... that bitch needs to be locked up. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to believe you. Yeah. You got to well, record that shit, Michelle. Yeah, I guess so. And they'll be like, fake, whatever. That's what's going <laughs> to yeah, happen when probably. we get our Sasquatch sighting from our oh, random, random nautica. nautica. Oh, my God. That'd be so crazy. I totally believe. I mean, there's been so many pictures and things. I actually read about there's a very iconic picture of... It's sort of a a Sasquatch walking by. It's like when you see pictures that of footage. Like, yeah, like it's just a. It's, it's not um, like a video. It's uh-huh. just a picture. Oh. And I read an article about the guy who took it, and he said it ruined his life <gasps> because Why? everyone was like, "You oh, faked, faked it." it. And he's like, "I thought I was bringing proof to the world that this thing exists." He got nothing but harassment. For, That's like, so years. Like, 30 well, years. Maybe there's a lot more, like, 
evidence, but people don't want to come out because no one's going to believe them anyways. Well, there's such a stigma about believing anything like that because, well, my feeling is that the government did such a good job of, like, counterintelligence during, yeah. you know, I... My understanding is there was a guy who was part of Roswell who ended up publishing books dismissing the aliens and everything uh-huh. altogether. And those were so popular that, like, essentially, if you even brought up aliens, you were dismissed immediately. Interesting. It's like, you're just a dumbass who doesn't know anything about science. Wow. And so, and I think that's sort of the culture now. If you believe in aliens or, you know, it's like... I think now it's a little bit more open yeah. and people are like, come on, like just freaking disclose already yeah. and tell us all about it. But that's crazy, man. I love all that stuff. I know you oh, do. I find it so interesting. You know, oh. like one of those tin hats and not quite. <laughs> no, I would be like alien, please come inside. Right? Can I make you some iced tea or something? Right. Who am I kidding? I'd never make iced tea. You'd give him five farms. I would give him five farms. <laughs> <laughs> if I had any. Right. <laughs> I didn't drink it all the night before. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Well, I would have had some five farms for you, but, but yeah. It's like liquid gold here. It is liquid gold. God, it's so, so delicious. All right. Well, that was a great story. <laughs> I was a little bit off the wall. It was a little off the wall. I liked it, though. It was really no. interesting. And thank you so much for bringing the care package. That was oh, so you're sweet. God damn it, Caitlin. <laughs> it would have never even occurred to me to do that. I'm such okay. a bee. <laughs> Whatever. Ugh. Just know if I ever have a surgery. I know. Well, now cute. I'm going to have to come up with an even better care package. <laughs> I don't even know what I put in there. No, right? Pineapple. It's like you got 60 pineapples. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Uh, all right, so good stories. Good job, Kelly. Good job. What's his name? Sorry. Jeff. I was Jeff. like, I couldn't think of it. I, th- I want to say Jack for some reason. No. Well, it's in, it actually, it just says McDonald. It oh. just says his, their last names. Name. But I couldn't really say Linus's last name very well, yeah. so I just decided to go with their first names. I like it. So Jeff and <laughs> Kelly, good job. Way to survive those tough situations. Couldn't even imagine. Like, death was right there. Like For ah, both of them. For both, yeah. Oh my goodness. Can't imagine. Well, we hope you like this episode and uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now. Email us at I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now at gmail.com or even check out our website at I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now dot com. Uh-huh. Well, and, and thank you for the coffee cocktails. Oh, you're they welcome. were delicious. Good morning. I'm hella uh, buzz now. <laughs> like, I'm going to go home and freaking clean like a yeah, right. Crack addict or exactly. something. Ooh. All right. So we'll catch you on the on next time. On the never mind. I was gonna say the flippity flip, but oh I don't gosh. feel good about it. <laughs> what is that? That's not even. Have you seen "I Love You, Man" with Paul Rudd and? No. Oh my! And Jason, what's Marshall from? Yes. Okay. Oh my God! It's like I am Paul Rudd in every aspect because every conversation it's so awkward and he ends up like. See on the douche, and he's like, I don't, I don't even. That's not a word. Like he just screws up every conversation that they have, and I feel like that's me. Okay, well, you're like, oh, cut. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>